We now present Life Lessons with Edmund Rice. God bless you and keep you. May God's face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May God look kindly upon you and give you peace. Lord bless you and keep you. May His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. today's program, we are joining students at St. Mary's College in Liverpool. St. Mary's College is an independent co-educational school with a Christian ethos, especially Roman Catholic, but welcoming pupils of all faiths. They provide continuous high-quality education to boys and girls aged 0 to 18 in their family of schools in Crosby, and Blundsands. And now we have Mr. Ray Lee's class with us. Hello, everybody. Good morning. Oh, Mr. Ray, we're very excited to hear what St. Mary's College is up to and how you're affecting and supporting your local community. Oh, thank you. We're delighted to be on and delighted to share it with you. And we're very excited also. Go for it. I'm handing over the microphone to you. Thank you. Um, well, I thought we'd just start by introducing who we've got here today. So my name is um, Mr. Lee. I'm a humanities teacher here, and I also help coordinate the school's um, Edmund Rice International Network. And um, I'm joined today by six of our best students who are really actively involved in the um, community and the work that we do. So I'm just going to get them to introduce themselves now, and we're going to start off with Joe. Hi, my name's Joe. Hi, I'm Sammy. Hi, I'm Xavier. Hi, I'm Rachel. Hi, I'm Davina. Hi, I'm Joe. Well, thanks for that, everybody. Um, we're going to start off just by letting you know a little bit about our school, more of our school. I'm going to hand you over to Joe to do that for us. Thank you, Joe. Okay, thank you. Well, first off, just before we start, I'd like to uh, say hello to one of your listeners, actually. Um, good morning to Annie Sweeney from your granddaughter, Rachel. She loves you very much. And uh, just getting down to business now, we're St. Mary's, <laughs> Mary's College. We're a uh, Catholic school in Crosby in Liverpool. In fact, you probably know Crosby the best for our gorgeous beach and the art exhibition on it, which is the Iron Men by Anthony Gormley. Honestly, I just love to stare at it sometimes. Crosby is also a very... <laughs> Crosby is also a very well-connected community. We have lots of churches and lots of parishes. Our school is especially involved. In fact, tonight we're performing a carol concert at one of the churches, St. Peter and Paul's. On that note, thank you for that, Joe. On that note, um, the school is busy at the moment um, preparing for Advent. Um, after this performance, um, these students are going to be going off to rehearse in the orchestra and choir and choral chamber choir. Um, for the concert tonight. So we thought just to start things off as well, we'd have an opening prayer um, focused on Advent. So if I can ask us all please um, to join in this prayer. 
Lord, we ask your blessing on our community this Advent. Our school community gathers to share the journey of Advent as we journey in heart and mind to Bethlehem to reflect on the nativity of our Saviour. May the hope that he brought into the world be seen in our hearts, our words, and our actions today and throughout the year. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Um, I'm now going to hand us over to um, Xavier. He is going to talk a little bit more about um, what we do here as a school and what we've been up to over the past 12 months. Um, COVID significantly delayed the school's uh, campaigning and advocacy work. And with the help of Anne Nichols at Edmund Rice, um, the schools are slowly but definitely um, getting back on track, especially with sort of the network meeting together. They've been very good at um, hosting events for us, leadership conferences. And we are really beginning to see now um, the work that we previously had once come back, which is a delight to see. So Xavier's just going to um, inform you a little bit on what we do as a school. So Xavier. Thanks, sir. Um, yeah, so, so as Sir was saying, um, we engage with a real mix of ways to raise money and awareness for lots of causes through the Edmund Rice team in this school. So we've, we've done carol singing for Caffard recently. Um, our amazing art department has sold some of their works um, to raise money for a Liverpool bereavement charity who do so much for our community. We've done a shoebox appeal um, to get uh, necessities for people in Asylum Link that help refugees in Liverpool. Um, we've had char charity netball matches, charity rugby matches. Um, we've done the 12 Days of Christmas campaign. For, for food banks nearby, and we've even engaged in shaving members of staff's heads to raise money. So that was going back a few years. But I think what this what this mix shows is that there's a really diverse way that um, young people can use their talents for good to raise money and, and awareness in their community, not just to kind of firefight problems by raising money, but also to kind of advocate for the issues themselves so that we can address the root causes of them. And I think everyone in our school and everyone in our Edmund Rice International team has really learned a lot about issues like the refugee crisis, like the famine in East Africa, through the charity work that we do. And I think this is really important because um, it's important not just to, to put money into these things, but to raise awareness in all communities so that we can tackle the problems head on in a number of ways. Thank you. I think um, that issue there of advocacy is one we're trying to work with. Obviously, um, the charity element of raising money and raising funds um, and campaigning is essential to what we do, but we are trying as well move to the shift of um, lobbying, um, advocacy work. We're trying to um, solve a problem at the root cause. And we were very fortunate last year to be involved with the um, COP26 Climate Committee. Um, conference up in Glasgow, where we were fed into some of the policy there. Um, the Edmund Rice Network allowed us to um, meet up, share our views, um, and write those down. And they took those and presented them to the conference. So it was very good experience for our pupils to gain an insight into advocacy and how that works. Uh, to continue that, hopefully we'll be um, next year uh, joining the other Edmund Rice schools at, um, in Geneva um, for a human rights conference um, at the United Nations. And you know we're very uh, that will be our big agenda going forward, really, is to try and see how um, we can better our advocacy work. In terms of getting other people involved, um, I'm just going to hand you over to Rachel now, and she's going to talk about how 
perhaps other schools, listeners could be involved in some of these key issues. Rachel? So how can people get involved in our mission? This year in our school, we've been encouraging purchasing Cathod World Gifts. One form tutor group, in fact, bought a goat which could provide a family with milk that they could either use or sell. So if you're not sure what to gift someone this Christmas, maybe thinking that there is nothing that they need, perhaps consider choosing a gift from Cathod World Gifts website. Just five pounds can help a family in need plant and sustain their own vegetable garden or provide emergency water after a crisis. We do recognize, however, that money is tight this year and your prayers are powerful. So most of all, we'd appreciate your prayers for the Edmund Rice mission. If you would like to find out more about how to support and get involved with the work of Edmund Rice, please take a look at the Edmund Rice England website, which includes contact information, as well as a section called network activities, where you can find out how to help more. But it's important to remember that by treating other people kindly, you are acting in the spirit of Edmund Rice. Thank you, Rachel. Um, one of our other key members of the group, Isabella, couldn't be here this morning, but she's um, given me um, a few thoughts that she wants me to share. So if you uh, forgive me, I'm just going to read those out for us now. She was um, going to speak about why Edmund Rice International is important and how it's impacted upon her, um, her school and the wider community. And we'll be carrying that theme on later. So uh, just to, to quote from her, really, she said, I believe that being an Edmund Rice International advocate reminds us to do what God has called us to do. The Bible tells us to speak up for those who cannot speak for themselves, implying that anybody who finds themselves in some sort of position of power bears a responsibility to the right, the wrongs of injustice on those who cannot do so. Personally, being actively involved with the Edmund Rice International team has been a great way of showing commitment to and following not just God, but also the fundamental mission statement of our school to show our faith by the way we live. And here at St. Mary's, that's our school motto. As a Catholic, I believe that humans are created in the image of God, therefore meaning that we hold his characteristics. As the nature of God is to be an advocate, I think that this should also be in our nature, love thy neighbor as ourselves, and to put the needs of others in oppression before the needs of ourselves. Edmund Rice International is important to St. Mary's College, as it allows us to act as advocates of prevalent social struggles within our society. In simple terms, i.e. the dictionary definition, advocacy means to show public support or recommendation for a particular cause or policy. However, to the ERI group at St. Mary's, advocacy is something far more complex than this. We believe that to be an advocate is to be a voice for those who cannot um, find, who find that they cannot be heard. It is helping to give people ways to speak about things that negatively affect them, but which they feel they cannot fight against single-handedly. We are aware everybody has a voice, it's just that some are not able to use theirs so freely. Others also may think differently. For me, the voice is the most valuable human asset. While many voices in the world can be heard, some can also be silenced. Therefore, I think that a pivotal measure in providing necessary need to help people in this world is for those who can use their voices to do so to the best of their ability. Our voices are the greatest power as humans, and so without exploiting this power, we should use them to make as much of a positive impact as possible. As advocates, we take actions to create change for people who have voiced or shown their problems to us. 
Without people being able to communicate their problems, we may not ever become aware of them. Whilst I would agree that with all a known phrase that our actions speak louder than words, I think it is important to consider how often words that motivate people to take action in the first place. Although the setting up of our campaigns is a vital work for us in ERI, it is our ability to voice awareness of such campaigns and encourage members of our community to take part and allow them to understand how their taking part would be of such great help to others that allows them to be successful in our aims. And I think as we've been speaking as a group a lot about our voice and our words here, um, now might be a good time, perhaps Helena, if we were to reflect on that with our chosen song, which is gonna be For the Beauty of the Earth by John Rutter. And we chose this as a group because it's one that our school choir um, sings quite a lot of their concerts and it's a personal favourite of mine so I have to sort of say I was a bit biased in that choice and most recently and all the members here at the Edmund Rice um, community um, performed this at my sister's wedding she was also an old girl of St Mary's College and they performed this as well as another one a, a, a former head girl as well um, two former head girls actually Alex and Rosie um, they both got married just at the end of the summer and they were uh, we were very they were both very fortunate the choir came along to sing there and they performed this song so it's got special meaning for me personally and for our group and I think the lyrics and the words um, not just poetic but really this idea of an appreciation um, to God and for all the, the good things in the earth and I think there's so many bad at the moment it'd be quite good to focus on that.
This is Life Lessons with Edmund Rice. Today we are joining the Mr. Ray Lee and six of his students at St. Mary's College. All right, ladies and gentlemen, you're back on air. Great to be back. Um, I'm just going to hand you over to um, one of our ERI ambassadors, um, Davina, and we'll learn more a little bit about that role later on. Um, but Davina, over to you now, please. Thank you, sir. Um, here at St. Mary's College, we stand together in solidarity as a whole school body, having dignity for work and participation in line with the Catholic social teachings as a school. As an advocacy team, we aim to combine the values of advocacy, charity and service in our school, local community, our city, as well as the wider world, keeping in mind the teaching of Pope Francis that the measure of greatness of a society is found in the way it treats those most in need, those who have nothing apart from their poverty. The gospel teaches us to love one another which we encourage in our school through recognizing, respecting, and nurturing our own God-given gifts as individuals, part of one body, using those gifts to invent new ideas and add to campaigns. As global citizens, we all have the duty to contribute to the betterment of the world, fulfilling God's dreams and our dreams for humanity, for we are the future. As an Edmund Rice School, we strive towards nurturing faith Christian spirituality and gospel-based values, promoting partnership, excelling in teaching and learning, creating a caring school environment and inspiring transformational leadership. We are all missions on earth, all with our own individual tasks. But when we come together in the hope to make a positive change, we empower each other by doing small things with great love for the betterment of our communities. I would also like to give a shout out to my mom, Chengatai Mandaza, and my late grandmother, Teresa Mandaza, who are both my role models in life, raising me to live with Catholic values in mind. And I'd also like to give a shout out to my best friend, Ariana, who has always been supporting me. And I wish that, um, I hope that our friendship continues to be blessed. And thank you. Thank you, Davina. Um, I'm just going to hand you over now to Sammy, who's going to um, tell our listeners a little bit more about um, the role of the ERI ambassadors. Sammy? Thanks, sir. Um, so just a little bit about the role of an ERI ambassador. Um, I think fundamentally it's really important to connect with other communities and especially with other ERI schools, because that's what Edmund Rice is all about, you know, being part of a community. And I know there's around like 200,000 kids um, around the world who are part of Edmund Rice schools and they've all got ideas to share and we've got ideas to um, give back to them so we, sh we can take those on board and like use them to our advantage. Um, also as an ERI ambassador it's important to be an active voice in the local community like in terms of school assemblies and raising awareness and also using all of our, our assets like Xavier said, um, our, art our art department um, selling paintings um, and our music department to for carol singing. Um, and being innovative in creating, in creating campaigns for, um, to encourage people to get involved with and to lead on the front line and get involved with ourselves. Um, and it's just important to be a role model for the younger school, school pupils um, to encourage them to get involved as well. Um, and like in Isabella's words, it's important to um, allow other people's voices to be heard because everyone does have a voice, like you said, but it's important to give them um, 
a voice that we can all hear um, by raising awareness. And I know we plan to do something with our social media just so, you know, social injustices are, um, are, are made aware of. So, yeah. Thank you, Sammy. Did you have any questions for us, Helena? I do, I do. Uh, rumor has it there is a shoebox appeal happening at your school. What is, do I need to send my shoes to you guys for something or another? <laughs> we are inundated with shoebox. We're very lucky at the moment. Um, to tell us a little bit more about that, I'll pass you over to Xavier, who will tell us a bit about the background and why we are doing that and who we are raising them for. Yeah, so d don't worry, you can keep your shoes. Um, <laughs> but here in Liverpool, we have a very, very active and, and very great charity called Asylum Link, who help with um, refugees and, and migrants that come into our city. And they, and because of everything that's going on right now, money is often really tight for, for charities and, and aid groups that help these refugees. So a lot of the time, um, necessities are really quite scarce. So the shoebox appeal or, or, or box of love is an idea where we get a shoebox, we, we wrap it up like a Christmas present, and then we, we fill it with like these necessities and stuff that people might be in need of at Christmas time. So literally anything like toothpaste, socks, um, sanitary products, toys, anything like that all goes in these, in these shoeboxes and we, and we send them off to Asylum Link and then they distribute them to, to people in the community who are in need of them. So there can, there can be shoeboxes for children, obviously have the toys in for adults, for, for teenagers. Um, and so we make sure that, that basically everyone in our city doesn't, doesn't lack um, just the bare necessities at Christmas time, because I think that's a very important part of, of the Christmas spirit. I love that. I love that. And I'm going to, um, well, actually, we've run out of time, but it's been lovely to hear and to be able to be, uh, have this partnership where we can provide a platform to bring your voice, which has been bringing voices of those that <clears throat> don't have as much of a voice. Oh, hold on. I got to clear my throat. Sorry, guys. Oh, no, oh, there it is. There it is. <laughs> That's a better voice. <laughs> but thank you so much. And to all the ERI team and ambassadors, thank you so much for, again, sharing with us and hopefully inspiring our listeners in different ways that they can help through different appeals and simply by praying for those in need. And I think you've got a prayer to finish off our program this today. I do. Thank you, Helena. Just before... Um... We sign off with our prayer. Thank you very much for having us on. And can I just say as well, a big thank you to all of my students here and the rest involved in ERI, because none of this would happen without their dedication. So I am always eternally grateful for that. So um, for our closing prayer, since we've been discussing um, in this broadcast, the good work that our young people around the world are doing, I thought we would focus on them. Loving God, you sent your son Jesus into this world to be an example to us all. From a young age, he followed your will. He preached, healed, and led people to you. He suffered, he died, and he rose. We pray for all young people in the Archdiocese and around the world. Give us knowledge, courage, and a willing heart to be the disciples of today, to learn God's will, to share God's message, to be God's people, and to know, love, and serve with youthful zeal. Bless us with happiness, friendship, love, laughter, peace, hope, faith, achievement and direction. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen.
Amen. Thank you all for joining us today for Life Lessons with Edmund Rice.